Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business. So you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. A small trigger warning, this episode does contain talk of mental illness like depression, uh, talk of suicide and talk of sexual abuse as well. So just be warned coming into this episode, this is just sharing from my own experience and what I've witnessed my family go through. So if they these are to- topics that uh, you are triggered by, maybe consider maybe not listening to the rest of the episode or listen with an open mind and open heart. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today's episode, I'm going to get right into it, but this episode, as you would tell by the title of it, is called The Whole Story. And I wanted to do this episode because I wanted to share a bit more in depth about where I've come from, my background, my personal experience I've had over my lifetime and just so you can get a more sense of who I am and also to like where I've kind of gained quite a lot of knowledge in what I share on the podcast as well. And also just to get, yeah, a little bit more intimate and also sharing this in hopes that maybe even if there's people out there who are listening to this, which you guys out there, that maybe you've had a similar experience as I have in some circumstances and that this acts as inspiration and acts as proof that you can come out the other side of it so I really want to wanted to share this episode and anyone I speak about on this episode to do with my family um, or anything like that it's just coming from my own experience my own perspective as well so yeah I just want to be really transparent with that as well because I am going to be sharing some things on like uh, my parents and things like that so I guess (laughs) it's a very interesting topic to talk on about the whole story. It's like, where do, where do, where do I even begin? <laughs> do I start from the very, very start? Or um, I guess I'll start with how I kind of grew up of like how I really grew up in a household with beautiful, loving parents who really did work really hard to give myself and my two siblings. So my siblings are actually twins, uh, boy and girl twins. <laughs> so not identical twins. But I had and have beautiful, loving parents. We were essentially all test tube babies (laughs) created through IVF. So it took quite a long time for my parents to actually have us kids. I'm the eldest out of three. And when it came to, yeah, the IVF process as well for mom and dad, because dad actually couldn't uh, generate any sperm because he actually had believe it was mumps or something like that um, at a at an older age so it caused him to not have sperm and then mum had some issues like fertility issues so they went through the process of IVF and they were really desperate to be parents so our parents did feel blessed that they were able to have us I've actually met our donor who donated the the sperm so it was a really cool process too because we were the first children who were able to 
I'm pretty sure in South Australia, I'm not too sure if it was all of South Australia um, or all of Australia, I should say, um, where we could meet our donor before the age of 18. (laughs) So we actually were able to meet him and like connect with him and thank him as well for obviously my parents being so grateful that they were able to have us kids. So all my brother and sister, I am blood related to them and my mum. However, with my dad, not technically blood related to him. (laughs) So, but he's still my dad. He's still my dad. And my parents have told us this story from a very like young age too of how we were born. They told us and we're very honest and upfront with how we came into, came into the world and came about. (laughs) Um, And yeah, they gave us some absolutely incredible experiences that I will forever cherish. They took us traveling all around the world twice when we were kids like on two world trips we've been to India we've been to London we've been to Bali together we've been to I'm trying to remember off the top of my head we're up Trinidad and Tobago so Trinidad and Tobago is where my dad is actually originally from so we went back to his hometown as well um Hawaii we've been to as a family together to I can't remember all the other places off the top of my head. Um, I think I said India. India was one of the most profound experiences that I had as a kid. I think I was around eight years old and that was such an incredible experience. And I think that trip and just traveling in general with my family embedded such a big value for travel. I absolutely adore travel and I feel like, like you can actually learn so, so much from traveling and I am grateful that my parents, my parents did have to, they had um, investment properties and things like that. So they had to sell a couple of their like investment properties in order for us to go and travel. Um, And we like, we did really well as a family financially. However, my mom wasn't able to or left her career in nursing before I was born due to mental health. Um, And then my dad and that was the only sole income earner essentially and he worked as a bus driver so that wasn't great (laughs) income Um, but luckily they did everything they could to give us a life of so many experiences and gave us that experience especially that experience in India because we saw how other people in India and how like the third world country part of it as well and it was such a drastic um comparison to how we live in Australia to compared to how they live over there and I remember my sister <laughs> ended up wanting to gift her bed when she got home she was only I think three or four and she wanted to gift her bed to the people who were living on the streets in India so it's it's such a amazing place to go even if you don't take your children there or you just go on your own it's such an incredible place and every like uh, all the people there are so beautiful and are just so happy even though they have so little so that experience of travel was something that made travel my highest value however there was some challenges when I was younger and growing up my my both my parents had a lot of unaddressed trauma and mental mental health challenges as well Uh, mainly with my mum and my mum dealt with a cocktail of mental illnesses caused by childhood trauma, 
of being sexually abused from a very young age. She was diagnosed with major depression, anxiety, OCD, uh, tried to commit suicide multiple times as well and would often end up in hospital throughout my childhood. So mum was in and out of hospital a lot. When I would go to school, I never really knew what version of mum I was coming home to because she was also on a lot of heavy medication. She actually got uh, a procedure called shock therapy, which it baffles me that it's still legal um, in some parts of Australia. I'm not too sure if it's banned in other parts, but um, I'm pretty sure it's still legal in a lot of parts. So essentially you're being, you get sedated and put under, but you essentially get shocked out of, um, yeah, it, it messes with that your brain. It's like electro, electromagnetic shocks going through your body. And mum definitely wasn't the same after she had that. She was often just really angry all the time and it allowed her to survive and to stop the attempts of suicide. However, she wasn't thriving. And that's where what I witnessed and saw as well. And my dad, on the other hand, he had a job that really drained him where they took away his worth and were barely getting by financially as because of mom having to leave uh, her nursing career due to her mental state. So dad was a like he was like a hard worker (laughs) he was working long hours driving the bus he would be away quite a lot over the weekends so when he was with us he was very present with us making sure he spent as much time as he could with us um but because he was constantly working so hard working so many hours um and doing a job that drained him he it ended up costing him his health so he has now he's had he actually had to retire really early due to health complications like physical health issues and yeah he's actually he went through something really traumatic recently if you listen to a couple episodes back um, I talked about uh, death and the con- contemplation of death um And I speak on what happened with dad recently um, at the end of last year with his uh, physical health. But essentially I had a mum who was very mentally unstable. I often had to step in as almost like the next parent in line a lot of the time because she was just not even coping looking after herself. So I would often have to step in and look after my younger brother and sister, especially when dad had to go off to work. Um, And when I actually got into high school, I was usually like a very, very happy, bubbly, energetic kid. I was very confident as a kid too. I was in like choir and I often get like solos and do concerts and I would do dance and I would make friends really easily. However, when I went to high school, I, that really started to shut down within me. I started to squash that bright, bubbly little girl who was, who I always have been. And in high school too, I actually ended up rebelling against my parents, which it's actually 
something that uh, psychologically a lot of teenagers do (laughs) is to rebel against their parents. And there's actually a beautiful reasoning behind it. So if you're listening to this right now, and maybe you're a parent who has young teenagers and they're starting to rebel against you, or even just someone who is, you have young kids, but you (laughs) um, are preparing for the teenage years, just know to still support them through that stage of their life because it's actually a vital part of their growth and for them to be able to discover their own values discover their own beliefs to become their own person it's actually important for them to rebel against you (laughs) so just know that as a parent um but and just trust hold hold the faith because i was such a horrible teenager (laughs) i was horrible to my mom i was horrible to my dad I was often horrible to my brother and sister. I just snapped really easily, had so much anger because all the hormones that were rushing through me. I was also dealing with a lot of bullying from certain friendship groups in high school. So I would take that out on my family um, and I was just trying to figure out my own self. <laughs> so I was a horrible teenager. However, it taught me so much and I now I come back I'm like I'm so sorry (laughs) mum and dad (laughs) I was terrible um so yeah I would literally I would sneak out the front out of the house to impress like the friends that I had at the time I didn't really get in a very good uh circle of friendship group when I first went to high school I got with the cool girls quote-unquote cool girls who would do lots of naughty things (laughs) So we we would often sneak out of the house to go see boys. Um, I would often lash out at my family by slamming doors, screaming their faces, cursing at them. A lot of emotions would come up within me that I had no idea how to deal with them. So I would just like blurt them out, scream them out, or just break down. And I, yeah, I became friends with that cool group at school (laughs) and I, they didn't have a good influence on me at all, would bully me, like prank call me as well. And this is when I was 14 years old. And this was one of the most impactful years that I had because there was so much emotional turmoil that happened that year. So, and I, I fell into a very deep depression myself And I was very scared because I felt like I was actually moving in the direction of my mum, which in saying all these things now in retro, retrospect, um, mum did get the help that she needed. She went to therapy, um, but that was all that she had available back then. And it did help her. However, I'm so grateful. There's so many more holistic approaches coming through in the mental health space, in psychology. So, um, yeah, it's unfortunate it wasn't available to her during that time. But yeah, during this year, I fell into a deep depression. And the only movies I would also watch would be anything horror, which was very fascinating and did not help. I don't know if it was like the thrill of it or it just made me feel something. Um, I ended up also losing my virginity at 14 years old, which is now that I look back to, that's so young to lose your virginity. And it was too a boy who was like a year and a half older than me in another year. And he was the first boy who fully broke my heart. (laughs) And this is also when I was going to, I started drinking as well with friends at house parties and things like that. And this 
boyfriend I had <laughs> who was a very not very long relationship I was like fully obsessed with him uh he took my virginity well I gave it to him as well <laughs> I guess you can call it and he ended up sleeping with my best friend at the time at a house party where we were all at so that was also another thing on top of everything else that crushed me and my self-worth just getting kept getting pushed down further and further and further and so fast forward at 15 I got my first job in retail worked at Target (laughs) um I was working while still at school and spending as many weekends as I could drinking at parties I even got like a fake ID and went clubbing kids don't do that (laughs) I I kind of wish I waited now so it made it more special when I turned 18 but yeah I got a fake, fake idea went clubbing uh I when I graduated high school as well I was really confused where to go next so I was still partying still going out to like clubbing as well um and I kind of just followed in the footsteps of what other people expected of me and told me that I was good at which was working with children. So straight after school, I went and worked in a childcare as an early childhood educator. So while still on weekends, I would go out clubbing, drinking, taking drugs to numb myself and try to find connection with others. I worked in multiple childcare centers, which I loved at the start. And I loved, I still like love the, like the whole concept of working with children. However, Outside of that, management is not great. I don't think I've found many, like there's been a couple that I've found that have had really great management. However, you're still so underpaid, you're overworked, like highly stressed. And I just felt really unfulfilled. And I was living a life that I was like, I don't think I could, I don't think if I actually continue down this path, this doesn't sound like the the success I want, the future that I want, the future I want to give to my, my family, my children. (laughs) Like, I don't want them to witness me so unhappy in what I'm doing in my career and myself. Um, I was also surrounded by friendships where I felt I didn't even fit in with. I constantly felt judged. Like there was something wrong with me. (laughs) I needed to change. My confidence was so low as well. I used to care so much about what other people thought of me and I would continually search for validation in other people instead of looking within. I also ended up developing really disordered eating habits as well. I would like go into like diets and things like that and starve myself because I also watched my mum do that too where she went through a period of her life where uh, she felt like she hated her body. She'd always talk badly about her body in front of me and she'd take like crazy diet pills and like work herself like with exercise out of like from a place of punishment, self-punishment. So I didn't have a great relationship with my body in turn because of that. And I didn't have a great relationship with food. I didn't have a great relationship with exercise. And also having panic attacks quite often as well and really depressive thoughts and so much self-doubt and so much 
like lack of worthiness and through watching my mum specifically throughout my childhood have extreme depression, OCD, multiple suicide attempts made me even me question myself, well, if she couldn't be happy and successful, like how the hell can I? What's the point in me even trying because she, it, like I saw my mum couldn't do it. How am I supposed to do it? So when I did look into my future when I was at this place in my life, and this was about five years ago, I was at this place. My my whole body started to tighten with anxiety because I didn't like the direction I was headed in. I didn't want my life to look like my parents, even though I love them so dearly and they are at a really good place at the moment. I just didn't want what they had, if that makes sense. So barely where they're barely getting by with multiple health issues. That's also why I have a value for health because I saw my dad run his health into the ground. And same with like the mental aspect and the physical aspect as well. And where they were stressed too, exhausted, uninspired, lack of purpose. And I wanted, I wanted more for myself and my future family. So it was like a switch kind of went off and I had enough, like I full just had enough of not feeling enough. I was sick of hearing the same old story inside my head replaying over and over again. I was tired of having people in my life who truly weren't my people and didn't respect or actually appreciate me or even want me in their life. So I took a really big, deep leap of faith to do something different because I knew I deserved more. So I knew there was more out there. So that's when I actually, because I was actually in um, university at the time starting to be a teacher, but I knew I wanted to do more than that. So I actually, that's when I found the beautiful work that I do within the Health Style Emporium um, and with Juice Plus and working in the online space and with health, holistic health and well-being, helping people with preventative health, helping women to become more confident, to to be find their like worthiness and their self-worth and also for other people as well who really want to step into the coaching space they really want to have more from their lives they just, they are sick of just trying to make ends meet um and that's where i met so many beautiful people i met the beautiful community there I left my study at university, which so many people were confused about and thought I was making a silly mistake. <laughs> but I knew that just making this this shift and stepping out of my comfort zone and doing something different was how was the the start of how I was going to break the generational pattern for my family and for generations to come. So I started really putting myself first. I started taking risks. I started challenging my thought patterns. I started diving into personal development and learning and to wholeheartedly love myself. Um, and then in December 2018 in Las Vegas, I met my now partner, Leslie, in the most insane way. And from the moment I met him, I was so curious and drawn in by him and I just had this intuitive sense that I had to find out more about him. And it definitely feels like we have shared lifetimes together. <laughs> and we have more on that story as well. We've I've had him on the podcast. If you go a couple episodes back, so to listen to that one of our story of how we met and all about how we 
I like in our relationship, how we are consciously in our relationship as well. But <laughs> a few months later, when we first got together, we actually ended up booking tickets to Tomorrowland Music Festival in Belgium, which was such an incredible experience. And it's a festival I was actually dreaming about since when I was a teenager, but thought I would never be able to go. But we made it happen. And we ended up also traveling around the world for three months while just working in the online space as well. And now we live in the Gold Coast. So we both were in Adelaide together. Now we're living in the sunny Gold Coast, a place that I had also always dreamed about moving to with some epic goals that have been ticked off that I never even thought would be possible. I now run also my graphic design business, helping business owners to discover their own brand and to actually find and attract their dream clients. And now when I look into the future, I feel so excited and inspired that I just like, I'm so, so grateful I get to pass on the knowledge that I have now. And also that I have been able to break that generational trauma for my future family, for the future families in our generational line to come, especially for the women. So that essentially is the whole story. <laughs> um, I try my best to make it as condensed as possible while still being super raw, vulnerable and honest. I did actually find my throat start to close up as I was sharing some things and that's a clear indication that, I, that I'm opening myself up and being vulnerable. So from the, I would love for you to take what resonate with you with you in this episode and even take this as proof that no matter where you come from you can either use that as your excuse or as your reason why not to or you can use it as your fuel and your inspiration to create something more to break generational patterns to break the generational trauma in your family line like you can be that person so I'm going to end it there. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And as always, if you did, I'd love to hear from you guys. I always love hearing from you guys when you send me a message um, or share this on your socials as well and tag me at the divine underscore discovery. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today and I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast. And make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.